got to do. Now, I'll, I'll be interested to hear what you say. It's you have to tip your cap to the fans. Remember, you were concerned, and I was too, about the stadium having a lot of empty seats, noticeable gaps, where where it was it was cons- where it would might where it might be concerning. It wasn't. It was full. It was not jammed to the – you weren't jammed up, but it was full. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. You were there, right? Did you I hear anything at, I said just Yes. Now? Well, I, here's the deal. I was, at the, <laughs> I was at the first half of the game. I was at the first half of the game. I had to leave to go do post-game obligations. Uh-huh. Um, but <laughs> it was a very unsettling, uncomfortable first half of play. But I don't think you heard what I said. The, it was packed. It was a great crowd. The second half seemed to thin out. It definitely And, and by did. the way, I can witness that because I was walking outside of the stadium. because I, I was not leaving because I was disgusted. I was leaving because I had to go do obligations. Mm-hmm. Okay? But it felt like when I walked out of the game at halftime that the game was over. There was that many people leaving the game. Yeah, there were people. Which was unbelievable. I'd never seen that kind of exodus at halftime. It was 7-7, seven to seven and, and it wasn't pretty in the first half. I guess that's the way everybody's saying it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. And it wasn't pretty. They, yeah, I have a good friend that came up from Kansas City with his daughter. And I I didn't know he left the game until I met him for breakfast on Sunday. And he's a diehard, diehard fan. And when he told me he left, I about fell off my chair. I, I'm just now. First of all, and we had we talked about it. We're friends, and I said that's not that's not you're not that's not a good fan. You're not a good fan. So you you just you were that disgusted. You wouldn't stay there. Um. So we got into it a little bit, but I mean we're good friends, so it's not a big deal. Um. But I yeah, it's um. It's an interesting time. It's an interesting time, but I do tip my cap to the fans. They filled that place, and, I, and I'm not. I'll tell you one thing: I, that's not a conversation this week. Night game, there'll be a lot of th- that place will be packed. Yeah, I mean, the, the question you had first was you looked to the student section, and that oh, it's packed. Full. God I mean, bless yeah, the it students. Was, it was to the top. No, it wasn't pretty full. It was full. Yeah, I'm it just, wasn't pretty uh, full. It was full. I, yeah, there was no gaps at all there. It was full. Right, which I was surprised by a little bit. But yeah, then again, too. then again, it's the first I game of the too. season. First game of the season at home. First home game. So some of those guys is their first ever chance to see a football game at Memorial Stadium and maybe their first chance to see a win, which hasn't happened in a long time, as Nebraska broke a seven-game losing skid. But, yeah, I mean, it, and, and you saw people selling tickets all around the stadium trying to give away tickets, and still it was full. So with all that going on, people were in the game. They were in there. It looked full. And, uh, yeah, it, it was a good optic there for sure, which we had concerns about when Nebraska had – enter the game on a seven-game losing streak. So, the other part of this conversation, I'll wait. I'll wait to go on this rant. We can get into it. No, 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 no. I'll wait. I'll wait. Um, Seven to seven at half. Yeah. North Dakota had a – what, they have a 16-play scoring drive to uh, end the – basically – Yes. 16 plays, 80 yards, 6 minutes, 51 seconds of time of possession. And they so they score with 13 seconds left in the half. And people were disgusted that Nebraska's defense couldn't get them off the field. And that the defensive line for Nebraska was 
I, I'd say at times getting pushed around by a team in North Dakota that was five and six last year. In and FCS. Now, I will tell you this. I will tell you this by way of insight. I, I was down on the field for a long time before the game, half hour watch warm-ups. And, I mean, first of all, I noticed something that was concerning. Nebraska looked – they don't look like a confident – they didn't on this day look like a confident team. They – I watched them very closely. They, they – there's not the confidence that you want to see. Um, and they were flat-footed on defense in the first half. And 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 disorganized. I mean, if you watch before the snap, too often in the first half, there was a lot of confusion, a lot of arms waving, a lot of guys jumping around right till the right till the snap. Um, it wasn't a good look at all. But the warm ups, I was kind of concerned not only by Nebraska, but then if you watch North Dakota, which I did, you notice that the North Dakotas, these teams now in the FCS. They don't look like a little crappy Bethune Cookman. No, that team was bad. Yeah, Bethune Cookman was that bad. Was, that was a bad football. That was team. a bad F- yeah. FCS team. But this, these Dakota teams and a lot of these FCS teams, a lot of them are well stocked. Well, they're tough. They're tough. They're physical teams. They're tough right? and physical, and they're well coached. By the way, L- look at that, was, what, that team was. That team got after Nebraska. Look at what that defensive line linebackers did to Nebraska's offensive line. Yeah. I mean, they got through them consistently. They they. They got after Nebraska. Anthony Grant had a good day running the football, but most of that was after initial contact, which was at the line of scrimmage. You know, he bounced off tacklers a couple times to make really spectacular runs when when there really wasn't much to begin. You know, there to begin with, he he made plays like happened like Amir Abdullah did. You know, he, he was making plays that did not exist. Number four, right? yeah, he he yeah he did. Number fourteen, for instance, for North Dakota, Quincy Vaughn. Um, they, that's the guy they put in the Wildcat, 6'4", 245. He's as good looking as, as an athlete as anybody Nebraska has, probably beside O'Shawn Mathis. Um, that now we'll get to the running back for Nebraska, who's quite a revelation, yeah. Anthony Grant. He's been a stud. But I, um, yeah, it was that 16 play drive in the first half. That's what turned a lot of people off. And the fact Nebraska, now Nebraska only had four possessions. On offense, and so it's hard to it was hard to kind of get a good handle on the offense because the defense couldn't get off the field. Um, yeah, well, think about this. I mean, Nebraska had some pretty good possessions in the second half, and still only had the ball for twenty four minutes of game time. Thirty six minutes for North Dakota, twenty four for Nebraska, and they had some nice fourth quarter drives still, and it still was that much difference. Of time of possession. So, yeah, I mean, I know what we're doing here. Um, we're talking about a win like a loss, and that's what we do. Um, but here's the thing I get. Now, Chris, hold on. Vince, hold on. The, the point I want to make is this. If you zoom out, if you zoom out, take the 30,000-foot view. You were on a plane to Ireland. You know what it's but like yeah, to be 30,000 feet. Way up in the sky. Okay, if you zoom out, what did we say – Going into the season, okay, they go to Ireland. They're gonna be a. They're gonna have a tough game, and man, then they gotta play the second week. They gotta play the second week, and that's not gonna be easy. But then, when it's not easy, we all act like 
we all get really hysterical. You can't please a fan base that's losing. Even though we all said, we all agreed, oh, God, that second game could be kind of rough, right? Yes. Even though we all said, oh, God, that second game could be kind of rough, when it's kind of rough, we're still hysterical and leave the stadium early and um, and act like the sky is falling. Well, what, what have we asked for this year, Sip? We asked for normalcy from the team. And I understand don't, what you just said. Don't talk I, around what I'm saying. Cause I, you, no, did, you, did the same, you did the exact same thing. Well, you said this could be really tough. This could be really difficult. Then, then, then when it, it is difficult, what? Because you're hoping to be wrong. You want to be wrong about this saying, well, it shouldn't be on paper a tough game against North Dakota. You said it would be. I thought it could be a rough game for Nebraska. Right. And I wanted to be – I've said all year long, so oh, I want to be wrong about the team. All right. Well, you're right. It's very strange to hear people say they want to be wrong. Right. Right? Don't because you, we do. Because we, don't because you want to be right no, on your show? No. Not about, well, not, no, a, about you, the team. I want them to prove that they're better than I think they are. That's, I figured this was going to be tough. You thought it would be 7-7 well, seven, seven what, what did I predict? 31 to 20 – or 34-21. Okay. 34-21. Okay. So I wasn't that far off. And, you know, it, it – uh, it was um, – it wasn't – the score was misleading for sure. Nebraska, again, didn't take control until six and a half minutes remained. So I didn't ex- – I guess I didn't expect it to be that Well, tough. at least it's nice that they did win by 21. I mean, they could have gone up by a touchdown, gave up a touchdown, and they were talking about a dire end of the game, but they they found three straight touchdowns to end. Optics. They put it away. The optics looked okay, but if you were there, oh yeah, it was rough. I know the optics. Yeah, it was twenty-one rough. points looked nice in the scoreboard. It was not that type of game. But I'm saying for a team that has played in so many one-possession games and lost so many of those, mm-hmm. at least they finished the game with three touchdowns to put it away in a game that was tighter than that. Good point. Let's get Chris a call from, from Chris. Shop. The Baldwin Shop at four six four five six eight five. Chris, you're on an early break. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, Steve. Jake, I hope you guys had a great Labor Day weekend. Well, you helped by bringing donuts on Friday, and that kicked yeah. it off. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and it was nice to meet Gus face-to-face finally. Yeah, Gus. Big Gus. He's yeah, big, big, big Gus. Gus. Yeah. So, uh, uh, guys, hey, Jake, uh, Brad told me you were a little upset uh, at halftime. Well, yeah, I mean, it was 7 all. It was, I was, well, so was he, to be fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brad, Brad don't handle uh, uh, that kind of stuff very well. But, uh, you know, Steve Jake, now, yeah, it was a great crowd, like you guys said. A good barometer is how, how quick the students fill it up over there. And, and hey, I, I was proud of the kids over there. They, they filled it up. Now, granted, it, it thinned out at halftime, but, uh, but to start the game, it was full. Steve Jake, you know, I, I've come to the conclusion that every game this year is going to be a struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's, that's just what I'm seeing right now. Uh, Anthony Grant is a bright spot on this team. He's, he's the, I believe he is the real deal. Now, you know, I, I, I don't think these first Northwestern and North Dakota were really great teams. But I think Anthony Grant, he, he, he's done in the last two weeks a lot of that on his own. And, uh, 
he he's uh, he looks like yeah. a complete back to me. I I hope he keeps having games like this. We're going to need we're going to need that guy down the road here. Uh, the lines uh, are a problem. You know that uh, both of them. I I I don't know. Getting down uh, further on the schedule to more physical teams, and and it's going to get more physical. You know this 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 was a game that. Like you said, Steve, went went deep into the fourth quarter, and of the four Dakota schools, I, you know, I I think we probably had the the weakest one. Uh, but you know, we'll uh, we got Georgia Southern uh, this Saturday. They weren't real good last year, and and then Oklahoma, who who looks who looked pretty good. I watched some of their game on uh, I picked it up on a on a replay and. Uh, okay. Uh, Brent is is getting that defense. He was in some closed spaces down there okay. Saturday when they weren't doing the right thing. But uh, uh, guys, real quick, uh, yeah, I, it, it's just you know this this team's got a, a lot of issues. Uh, the kicking game looks pretty solid. The special teams, you know, uh, uh, I uh, I tried Steve Jake to, to re- tell people that. Uh, that that was not an onside kick, you know. That was in the first half. Some booze came down. I said, I said, no, I think that was intentional. I don't know if they, they actually meant to hit the player, but uh, but it, it was it was an intentional squid kick. But uh, guys, listen, uh, Steve Jacob, you're probably going to talk about this down the line. But if you remember last week, we uh, we were discussing this the. Uh, possibility of a tough game over at Iowa City. And I got to watch three quarters of that game. And for the life of me, Steve, Jake, I do not know how Brian Ferentz keeps his job. Nor nor does the quarterback, uh, Petrus. That was as interesting a game. And South Dakota State had some chances to to win that game if they could have mustered a touchdown. But now, Iowa's defense is as good as advertised. Uh, they, those line, that linebacker, and, and those those guys are good. But the the hero of that game was a punter. I mean, I, Tory I, Taylor. South, oh, South Dakota State. Steve Jake started almost it seemed every drive in the first half inside their five or ten yard line. And uh, but it but it was a game that I expected Iowa when they play these schools. Like the Dakotas or Northern Iowa, that first game, they always have a tough time. They always have a tough time. But uh, anyway, guys, it, it was an interesting weekend of football. Wisconsin looks awful good. Uh, I, guys, it's just, like I said, I, I, every game's going to be a struggle this year. And, and I will tell you this, when you get on the national scene, I think Alabama and Georgia are on a different planet. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 
than everybody else right now. But, uh, guys, hey, listen, Jake, Steve, it was a great show as usual and great post-game show down here at Tanner's uh, Saturday, Steve, and, or Jake, and, and uh, I'll talk to you guys down the line. Thanks, Chris. We'll get to Iowa next segment in, in yeah. the Big Ten. Yeah, uh, we, yeah. What that disaster was, but bright spots, Anthony Grant for sure. Uh, the catch by Palmer for sure. Uh, yeah. Any bright spots on defense? Just, just stick with that catch for a second and think about. I know we mentioned it earlier, but that that play. Think about the gasp from the crowd when that ball was in the air, because I was again I was watching that game. I, I had left at that point to go get ready for post game, but I thought it it sounded like a collective gasp when the ball went up in the air because they didn't know what was going to happen. And Palmer high points that sucker. Brings it down, extends the drive, puts Nebraska, you know, not at mid- near midfield after that. It was first intent. That that catch gave Nebraska first intent to thirty-eight. Okay, but uh, but again, a, a but he high at points its thirty-eight the ball. at its thirty-eight. A contested catch, thirty-one yard catch, and, and a play that Nebraska absolutely had to have. Yeah, th- I mean, this is Nebraska clinging to a seven-point lead, twenty-four to seventeen. And if they have to punt from deep in their end zone, yeah, I mean, you know, you can add it up, right? If North Dakota goes down and scores, or it's a tie ball game and it's incredibly uncomfortable. Instead, Nebraska, on the other hand, Nebraska, after that catch, runs the ball in seven of its next eight plays. So they asserted themselves up front. They, um, they did what now? They they. They ran the ball seven of eight plays. Is that yeah, right? Yeah. We talked about establishing yeah. the run yeah. last week. That was. They did, the right. importance of that? Well, yeah. And now you're finding your best player is probably your running back on the team? Well, interestingly, of those of those run plays, it was Grant the first three, but it was the freshman the last AJ Allen. The last four, AJ Allen. So yeah, it was Grant, but then it was Allen, and Allen completed the touchdown drive uh with a fourteen yard run, and then it was pretty much over, thirty one to seventeen. Yes, you're you're breathing yeah, better breaths at that point. Yeah, six and a half minutes left. Less stress. Yeah, and I I got to tell you, I have to go back on. I Jesus is embarrassing. After I'm surprised you haven't called me out on it. To be honest, after the Northwestern game, I said Northwestern has two running backs that are better than anybody Nebraska has. I think I think Anthony Grant is proving me wrong on that. Well, I I, I do think that Cam Porter and Evan Hole are good running backs. I, really I do. Yeah, but I don't. I think that Grant is definitely on their level and probably moving well, past. Well, we, we will see again what like like we said, the Brett, he made plays that didn't really exist. They he they he was shut down from the offensive line and still bounced out, broke tackles to get 5, 10, 15 yard runs. What does it look like as, as Chris said, you know, Iowa's defense is, was was legit on Saturday. What does it look like against, you know, this is North Dakota's a not a great football team. They're not horrible. Right. But are you breaking those tackles against them? I don't know. And 20, Wisconsin. 23 carries for 189 yards and two touchdowns. Great picture. Yeah, he was awesome. A.J. Allen, 11 carries for 58 yards in the game. A lot of people are, seem like they can't get off this Ramir Johnson story, why he didn't play. I'll tell you why he didn't play, and Frost can't say it. Um, he got He's not playing because he got beat out, okay? You, you want – Frost yesterday at all? Or yeah, Frost has to dance around it because that's the kind of the world we're in now. You just can't say the kid got beat out, but he got beat out by better back. I mean, that's what happened. And here's Frost's actual words. That's, that's what he's saying, but here's what he said yesterday. Right. 
at the press conference. Ramir had an unbelievable practice last week at uh, receiver. Um, you know, there's still some detail as you're spending a lot more time at that position. There's some detail to it that it just takes a while to learn. Uh, he's one of the guys I, I feel the worst for right now, but I have no doubt he's going to be a big part of what we're doing uh, through the course of this season. I, I want to pause for a second on this and, and, and ask why people are freaking out about Ramir Johnson. I don't know. Because here's the deal. I really don't here's know. Here's the deal. Nebraska's, Nebraska went 3-9 last football season. They didn't get enough for running back. Ramir Johnson was fine. He's a good player. He's fine. Yeah, he's F. Don't you want something better than Ramir Johnson, though? He's not being wrong. Why are we freaking out that he's not playing? I mean, the offense, I get it. Halftime of 7-7, wasn't moving the ball. Is he a great receiver? I don't know. He's good. He's new at receivers, He's good. He's good. But he's playing slot. They got a multitude of slot guys. Right. Um he got he lost his job. Okay, I mean that's the way it is. When that, you have a three and nine football team, I would hope you might want to get if, if your running back wasn't elite. I'd hope you try to upgrade and get a potentially elite running back. Right. I don't. I'm not in on this Ramir Johnson freakout stuff. I'm not, I'm not on. I, it. I knew you would. I'm not on it yeah. because I thought he was a fine player. He's good, and he'll be needed. And, and you can say all you want about how great he was against Michigan. That's that's awesome. That's one game. He'll and be it's needed. A tough team. He'll be needed. Ramir will be needed, and he's playing. He's playing on special teams. But, but like, he's good. He's a good player. But they, Nebraska found its running back, and AJ Allen's really good too. Right. I, so what are we freaking out about? I don't know. Yeah. I I think it falls under the category of people in this world wants something to freak out about. Well, guess what? I, I, we are here to tell you that all this... Frost can't say it. If he if he could say it, he'd just say, well, he lost his job. That's what, what happened. And what's wrong with that? Nothing. What is wrong with Nothing. that? It's called competition right. for a reason. Right. You want to get better than last year, you would right. hope some guys get beat out for their jobs, right. especially at your you can't say skill that. positions. You can't say that now. I mean, it's hard to say that in this world. You, um, you'll you'll be fine if Ramirez doesn't start. He's, playing. he's not playing running back. It's okay. He's playing now. I, mean, I hope play. you saw the picture. At running back looks pretty good with Anthony Grant, number ten back. And then. AJ and Allen. AJ Allen. AJ Allen. AJ Allen's a good back. So he's a AJ just, Allen's a bit of a revelation. Anthony Grant is a serious revelation. I mean, that's a serious running back Nebraska has. So let let's just let's just calm down. I wonder what the Ramirez feedback Johnson will be on people. that. I'm, I, I I think we're going to get hammered on I'm that. I'm fine. I'm, it doesn't change my opinion at all. It does not change my mind at all. Okay. You can say all you want. What's I have my saying? opinion. Let's see what Vince says. It's going to call from Vince to Nap on the Honda Lincoln Hotline, 464-5685. Vince, thanks for waiting. You're on early break. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, fellas. How are you? Vince. Vince. Okay, you watched it, the game. What did you think? Okay, well, first of all, let me shut my garage door so the rest of my house oh doesn't hear me. Oh but, um, yeah, shut that garage door. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so, <laughs> so well, Ner- anyhow, I mean, well, I, I mean, I mean, obviously things could have gotten really dicey after the first half, and and and, and, and sitting there watching it on the TV, I mean, I could definitely feel the tension, but um, but fortunately, in the second half, these guys decided to respond. And hopefully that, and hopefully that's a jumping-off point to the rest of the season. We can only hope. But uh, offensively, I mean, I think, I think it looks, like, it looks like hopefully they found something. I mean, if they could get, if we can get this kind of production out of the running back position, whether it's Anthony Grant, whether it's AJ Allen, whether it's Ramir Johnson or whoever, you know, that's only going to help the quarterback. And I think speaking of the quarterback, 
I think one thing that one thing that we have for the first time in quite a long time, we have a quarterback, that, and that'll help the, the quarterback because we have one, at least it appears, that can keep teams honest with the deep ball. You know, and um, yeah, okay. And so you know, and, and so hopefully that's something that you know, hopefully that that's something that Coach Whipple and Coach Frost can lean on. But the main thing is you've got to have that. You know, you got to have that running back position because otherwise you put too much pressure on the quarterback. It, you know, then it negates whatever quarterback you have. And uh, special teams, for the most part, you know, I think if, I think the special teams has been has been fine to this point. You know, and that was the one thing that was a talking point throughout the off season. We definitely look like we have a punter that can flip the field. You know, for the most part on kickoffs, we're getting touchbacks. Um, you know, I want to see the return game start to make a difference. I, you know, start picking up some yardage, you know, in the, in the return game. I mean, hell, is it such a novel concept to pick up seven, eight yards on a punt return? Dear Lord. But um, anyhow, though, but to oh. me, the thing about this team that has to get figured out, like, real quick before okay. it's too late is okay. defense. Because you talk about, you know, the time of possession. Look at how many third downs, especially early in the game. I mean, that first drive, we had multiple third and longs. I want to say third and seven plus. And then it's swinging a miss on a tackle. Um, it's like, I mean, that part has to get figured out because, you know, otherwise this defense is going to break, you know, going down the stretch. And, um, but a lot of it, what I see is I see, I see some guys leaving their feet. I mean, that's like unfootball 101. We talk football 101, that's unfootball 101 because, you know, you're, you're, take, you're taking away any chance you have to make a play. And, and, and again, I want to see some turnovers. But you know what else, Sif? There's a couple of things going on right now. Yeah, what is it? For one, for one, we got a big time heat wave going on out here in California, and I'm going to be working outside the whole freaking week. And uh, and secondly, we got Georgia Southern coming in. I say two. I, the one thing I say to both the heat wave and me working outside in it, and I say this to Georgia Southern. I say, if we can't get along, we might as well get it all. <laughs> Say that to the Heat today. Yeah, thank you. Ben. Say that to, Tell that to the Heat. Tell that to the Heat. <laughs> Nebraska on there that. Goes Vince. Nebraska on the. Thank you, Vince. He's right. Nebraska on defense in that second quarter, 16 play drive it allowed to North Dakota, had a third and 12. Had a third and 12 and a third and eight. Yeah. Um, North Dakota had a third and 12 and a third and eight, and Nebraska couldn't get them off the field. Yeah, the third and 12 was really frustrating. That one was just a simple pass to number 12. Was it a hook, basically? I don't know what it was. But, the yeah, they couldn't get off the field on third and 12, third and eight. That, and, and that's criminal. That was bad. That's criminal. But but let me ask you this, though, because there was – Okay, criminal might be a little there, much. There, there that's not, there that's was not what There a lot mean. of the fans that had a problems with – problem with the timeout usage there i said they're trying to get the ball back what's the issue well they're going to get the ball back though deep in their own territory with they're trying to get 30 it. seconds well, left they're, well, well they're trying to do a, two, you know, a 30 second offense here yeah. getting the field goal okay. range all right all right well i appreciate your grace on that i had i mean i, I heard a lot of grumbling and maybe i'm yeah, the there one, was a I'm, lot of grumbling. I'm, maybe i'm the one in the wrong i didn't have a problem with it you're trying to get the ball back and you're relying on your defense to make a stop on either third and 12 or third and eight they couldn't do it yeah I, i'm I'm not an expert in clock management. So I have no problem with Ramir Johnson's lack of usage. I have no problem with the timeout calls at the end of the first half. Look at me. Mr. Pessimist is yeah. being optimistic over here. Well, you're being fair. Um, you. By the way, the Vegas Bobcat just hammered me on the text line. Hello. What's he saying there? Good morning, Vegas Bobcat. 
He said, your apologist, he's talking to me, your apologist Kool-Aid drinking attitude needs to end. Nebraska is bad. I don't think they're a good football team. And, and Scott Frost even yet uh, after said the game. said that. How about this? This is, this is Scott Frost postgame about Nebraska and what kind of team they are right now. We got a lot of new guys on the team, on the staff. Those guys see our team and the talent on our team, and they're really, really confident in who we are. Uh, got some old guys that have battled through a lot of adversity and been a good team before and haven't won. Um, as a head coach, you got to balance, you know, telling them they're a great team to keep the confidence up with being honest with them and making sure we're continuing to get better. Um, this team can be a great team. It's not right now, and that was my message to them. Um, so that, that puts us in a perfect position to have the potential to be good, but know that we got a lot of work to do and a lot of things to fix. So here's the question. It comes down to this. How much do you trust that this team can get better? How much do you trust the staff that it can get this team to where it can win six more games, seven more games? How much do you trust it? Chris is right. Chris is right. There's going to be a lot of close games. That's not a newsflash. Scott Frost said that last week. Remember what he said last week? We're going to be in about nine very close games. That's this. I've been saying that for two years. Nebraska's going to play in a lot of close games, and how do you do in those close games? Now, we'll see. <laughs> I'll tell you what scared me on Saturday. Close game. Rutgers goes and beats Boston oh, College. And he came back and won the game. Like, Rutgers goes and beats Boston College. That's not an easy on game. the road. Yeah, these games are going to be difficult, all of them. All of them. You can't find easy games on the schedule. I don't – I have not looked much into Georgia Southern, but it's an air raid. That's what we're talking well, about. It's the same quarterback you saw last year for Buffalo. Kyle Van Trees is yeah. their quarterback now. Yeah. Who wasn't very good in that game. I was going to say, I hope you're not going to – No, he, he, no, he wasn't very – he was not good for <laughs> right, Buffalo. Right. But anyway, it's an air raid offense. We should have horns. Can you create that for this week? Maybe for Friday? Horns? Air raid horns. Do you have those? <laughs> that's not an air raid that's a ship horn you moron i'm trying to give you a horn that's i'm a, trying to give you a horn to have man that's not an air raid horn i'm trying to give you the horns you I know what an air raid horn yeah, sounds like i was trying to give you the horns they had available for you that's a ship horn You got serious problems. I leave the horns I had available on the yes. on my bar over here. Uh, and when we come back, let's let's take a look around the Big Ten and also some other stories from around college football. Uh, a very interesting week weekend of football. We'll discuss it next in early break on the ticket. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 